Welcome to your Monday motivation. And this week I'm opening up the discussion around the question, what shapes your thoughts? So we know that our lives and everything we think is a complete construct of the thoughts that we think, right? But this past week I was meditating on the idea that actually marketing itself plays quite a vital role in shaping how we think. And it's much, much deeper than, you know, what is our idea of beauty? Because I think when we when we talk about marketing and shaping thoughts, we think a lot about models and magazines. And this is sort of the debate that's been around since the beginning of time, right? It's like, what is the ideal vision of beauty and how sort of those advertisements make women feel crummy. But beyond that, beyond that, the movies that we watch, the things that we read, the news articles, um, the social media posts, these are the things that really shape our vision of the world. And so have you stepped back to do an audit of the voices of the content creators that you allow into your life. And this may seem like um, like a funny question, right? Because I think a lot of times we move through social media, especially in this kind of like arbitrary way because the social media platform is really deciding what we see. I think we're all pretty clear on that, right? From advertisements, but even to the organic posts that we see, everything is really delicately orchestrated by the social platform's algorithm. And so this, again, I think has come to light a lot during the elections of past couple years and political, you know, social discord happening. Like, I think we're pretty aware that social media algorithm, like really controls what we see. But in a deeper way, in a bigger way, the things that are shaping our thoughts and how we think about ourselves and how we think about life and how we mm, create the desires that we have for our life and the visions that we have for our life, marketing plays a huge role, right? Because the, the things that come into our vision, like our field of vision, has so much to do with marketing, right? So actually the books that we see on the New York Times bestseller list, I mean, how many books are written every year, but the New York Times bestseller lists are the ones that we get to see, I guess, the most prominently, right? And that is all marketing. It is all marketing. And let me tell you, as being a marketer myself and understanding how books are marketed, you know, the New York Times bestseller list is not a de- by any means or a stretch of the imagination, a collection of the best books that have been written, you know, in that previous year or during that time period. It is really an, 
well-crafted marketing strategy that is done by the writers and their team or the PR team around the writers to make that book a New York Times bestseller. And I don't think a lot of people realize that, right? And it's the same about the podcast that we listen to, right? However, you found this podcast here, probably word of mouth because I haven't been advertising or anything like that. But of course, the podcasts that you see on Apple uh, iTunes or Google Play or whatever, the ones that come up um, are all a result of marketing. Of course, you can pay to have a more prominent position, right? Same with searching for pretty much anything. If you're trying to find a hotel for for a trip and you go to TripAdvisor, um, I think a lot of people don't realize like the search results are a combination of, of course, serving you what you what you need, what you search for, but they're influenced by which hotel has paid to be in a prominent position. You know, there's a lot of these play, uh, pay-to-play models where businesses not running advertisements but can actually just boost their search results position by paying for it. So I just wanted to bring your attention to you know everything that happens online. It, nothing is arbitrary. And the same goes for movies. And I think movies like film and TV is also a really huge, plays a really huge part in our desire and our vision of what is a healthy relationship, what is happiness, what is sadness, what is joy, what is fear. Like movies, TV shows, writers, they're the ones that are showing us what that looks like. And oftentimes when we're working on goals, we always start with the vision, right? But how do we grab the vision? It's all about the examples that we've seen. And so a lot of times the examples that we see are dictated by marketing and by businesses and by boards of people that deem one show or one book or one news outlet to be, you know, worthy of being seen, right? And so we get a very, very, very small sliver of what's actually available in terms of all kinds of content. And that's kind of like the way it is, unless you're really actively seeking like different types of content that um, that will serve like what you want to be consuming. And a lot of times we don't really have the time, right, to do that. So today I'm just asking or inspiring you to do what I've been doing lately is just functioning with a deeper awareness that there's so much out there that we just don't know about. And if we're trying to create a vision for our own lives, holding an awareness for the examples that we, that we lean on, right? Like, I think love is a really easy example to showcase because a lot of visions of love 
in TV and in movies and things like that is not a super realistic vision of love, right? And the problem being is that if you don't have a really good real life example of love, that you're going to reach for these manufactured examples and kind of hold yourself and relationships that you get into to that standard. And the same goes is true for career and success and parenthood and all of that stuff. And it's great when those examples are really positive, right? But it can be really dangerous when those examples are not. Another um, topic that comes to mind is money and wealth, right? And so much of what has been represented in stories and in movies and TV for almost since the beginning of TV (laughs) and film is a really negative view towards wealth and wealthy people. Wealth as being evil or, you know, somehow dirty or wrong, right? And how messed up that is because that core story has just seeped into so many of our subconscious that we don't even ask for too much from the universe or from God or whatever about what we want out of life because we don't want to want too much, right? We kind of keep ourselves small. But what we don't see are all the examples of wealthy, powerful, successful, kind humanitarians like Oprah and like Bill Gates. I mean, those are just the ones that are in in our kind of field of vision, right? They're in the media. But there are so, so, so many more wonderful people that are using their wealth to do incredible things, right? But perhaps that's not such an exciting story. So in this, in this process of awareness, right? Let's be conscious of the stories that are exciting or sexy or interesting to share maybe aren't the stories you want to model your life after. So again, today, it's just some food for thought. What shapes your thoughts? What is your vision of what it is to be a woman or a man or non-binary individual or, you know, pansexual or, you know, transgender or what does it mean to be a parent? What does it mean to be an entrepreneur or, um, you know, or a director or a manager or a daughter or a son? What does it mean to you? And how did you create that meaning? Where does it come from? Does it come from your parents? Does it come from books or your community? The awareness is the first step because if there's anything that you want to change, it's really clear to understand where the messages about a particular topic or goal or anything came from. And then you can begin to dig into you know, why you have certain feelings around different things. But with that awareness, you can also start 
looking for role models in any area of your life that speak more to who you want to be. Because oftentimes those role models, they're not in our line of vision so easily. So that's my thought for today. I hope that was interesting to you. I would love to hear your thoughts on this idea. So please send me a DM on LinkedIn and we can continue the conversation. Until next week.